Let's get into a segment that I know you personally, I don't know if I can say you have a favorite, but I think this has probably got to be pretty close, the murder mystery segment. Yes, and I'll tee this one up by saying, you will be shocked by the twist, because I am indirectly involved, if you like, with this murder mystery segment. Okay, let's get into it. Let's see what what we can do with it. Well, it's in the news, actually, recently, because um, the author of a book has actually been on Money FM, Mr. Tan Wee Boon. He's the author of the book, A British Killer in Singapore, A True Story. Hmm. That's a retitled book. Listeners may already be nodding in recognition. (laughs) It's a very, very... Very famous uh, case in Singapore. Okay. If I give you the original title of the book, or if I give you the name of the killer first, his name was John Martin, mm. born John Martin Scripps. Some people are already know, nodding now. But if I tell you the original title of the book, The Body Parts Killer. Ooh. Okay. Now there's nobody under the age of 40 <laughs> who doesn't know The Body Parts Killer <laughs> of Singapore. He was infamously um, the first, and I'm I'm guessing the last, Caucasian. It's a very ignominious uh, accolade, but he was the first and last Caucasian to be hanged in Singapore Hmm. since independence for his crimes. Now, the body parts killer, Glenn, is genuinely fascinating. I mean, it's genuinely intriguing. To give you a little bit of background, John Martin was actually born not too far from where I grew up in a place called uh, Letchworth, which is north of London Mm. in England. Semi-literate, almost illiterate, left school very, very young. Petty crimes all the way through his teenage years, uh, in and out of uh, prison uh, in the UK for silly things, you know, uh, theft, burglary, minor crimes and so on. But here's the interesting part where Singaporeans will start nodding along. When he was in prison in the Isle of Wight in the UK, where he was a model prisoner, I mean, this is really Hannibal Lecter weirdness. Mm. He did menial jobs such as dishwashing and general cleaning. But then, for being such a model prisoner, he was promoted to the position of butcher. <laughs> he became the butcher in this prison at the Isle of Wight. So he was, he was being, Real life is stranger than fiction, isn't it, sometimes? He was being grounded in skills that would eventually or come to the fore. In, yeah, 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 ground out yeah, in skills that would eventually come in oh very useful in inverted Sorry, commas. Sorry, what, what year is this, Neil? He was in uh, in the UK in 1993. Okay, with Neil Humphreys, of course, here on weekend mornings, uh, talking about our murder mystery of the day. Okay, so in the in the early 90s. In the early 90s. Right. Then in August 1993, he was transferred to another prison where he escaped a couple of days from being refused parole. He escaped, and apparently he escaped hmm. from a couple of prisons because he wasn't. He wasn't a high-risk prisoner. He wasn't what they call a Category A prisoner. It was pretty low security, so he escaped. He escapes to uh, Mexico, where he becomes, as you do, involved in the drug trade there. He starts trafficking in drugs across Asia and Europe as part of a drug syndicate. Now, the Singapore authorities were already on this guy's case in 1987 because he was popping up in the drug trade, right? Now, remember, this guy has had no education to speak of. Mm. He could barely write a sentence, Hmm. and yet he's very highly involved in the trafficking of heroin. He goes back to the UK. He gets arrested there, uh, gets sentenced to prison there, and would you believe he escapes again? (laughs) Then he turns up in Mexico, marries a woman, Uh, Then it sort of goes a little bit pear-shaped there. And then he comes to Singapore. Hmm. Now, this is where I come in. He comes to Singapore in 1995. 
right? He had this uh, modus operandi, as they say, this, this tried and techni- uh, tested technique where he would pick up random people to uh, share taxis with and that kind of thing. In, on March the 7th, 1995, a George Lowe leaves South Africa to go to Singapore to buy cheap electronics goods at Simlim Square. Okay. He's met by this guy who gives a fake name and says, would you like to share a taxi with me? Mm-hmm. So they go to a hotel. This guy's George Lowe. The other guy's John Martin. John Martin kills him. This is when he in, gets... In the hotel. In the hotel. Okay. This is when it gets weird. He uses a hammer and he uses... It's early morning. He uses his butchery skills oh, okay. to take care of the body. Yikes. He dumps the body in the Singapore River in the area that is now Marina Bay, uh, the, the, the reservoir. Okay. It was then leading out to the open sea. Got it. So he dumps the body parts off of Clifford Pier which, as we now know, is a fancy restaurant and part of the Fullerton <laughs> Hotel District. Very different times in 1995. This is the weird part. He checks out of the hotel that day, pays the guy's bill, and then says that he kicked that guy out because he was, at, he was making unwanted advances on him, mm. pays his bill, leaves, goes to Thailand. Does he lie low? No. The very day or the next day he arrives in Thailand, he murders a, a, a Canadian woman and Goodness. her son. Then he does the same thing, uses his butchery skills, dumps the body parts in a disused mine in hmm. Thailand. I think it was in Phuket. Yeah, Phuket. Then he flies back to Singapore. This is where it gets fascinating. He thinks he's clear. He thinks he's, he's got away with it. He doesn't have a basic understanding of for- forensics, Glenn. Right. While he's away, the body parts float to the surface. As they would. And Singapore River. Right. They're, all fi- they're all discovered. And... He comes back and he, the second he arrives at Changi Airport, gets arrested because he tries to get back into the country with a passport, which is the same name as the guy who paid for the hotel bill. <laughs> a different name. So he gets arrested. When, he, when they huh. arrest the guy, they take him into a, you know, one of those holding cells in Changi Airport. Yeah. They open his suitcase. He has the passports of the dead man, oh, the dead woman in, in, in Thailand, the dead son. Other passports. He has cut out the photo, his own photograph. These are the days of you know pre-internet. Sure. So sure. he's cut out. He's taken passports. They weren't using biometric, exactly. uh, you know, things like those those days. Yeah. So he's got five different passports, Glenn, all with his photo on it. Even the woman's. <laughs> he has a woman's name. He has gender female, right? Canadian, and he's put his own picture on the thing. He comes back in the suitcase, Glenn. In the suitcase, he's got clothing of all the people, oh, right? But this is the best part. He's got the weapons. He hasn't oh, even Oh, tell got me he didn't bring the knives with him. The hammer? Oh, jeez. He used a, what we might call today a taser. Yeah. Like a, sure. a, a cattle prod. To, <laughs> electric to, something. Yeah, electric to sort of Stun destabilize them, them first. Yeah. And then he think. Now, he was arrested and subsequently hanged. Everybody knows the body parts killer. The book came out. It's surreal. Fast forward a couple of years. Why do I have an interest in this case? I play John Martin, the serial killer, in a TV series, right? Because I was young, I was a similar age, and it, you couldn't make it. You were from up. North London. Yes, only in you Singapore, had the accent. Man, only in Singapore could this happen. Apparently, the guy who was playing him cancelled the day before the shoot. I'm yeah. not an actor, mm. but the director or the producer knew of me, so he called me up. This is a true story. He said, Neil, would you like to play, play a serial killer? <laughs> Hell yeah! What's my answer? <laughs> when do we shoot? Tomorrow morning oh at 9am. Right? crazy. And it's the court scene. It's the dialogue scene. Mm. You know, it's all dialogue. And I, I was Marlon Brando because, <laughs> in, not in a good way, I was Marlon Brando. I had to have my lines pasted oh. in the, in the, in the, on the stand. Yeah. I was in the witness stand. Yeah. 
and I had my lines pasted <laughs> in, the, in the witness box. So if you see the, it's on YouTube, if you see the clip, type in Neil Humphreys, John Martin, you'll see lots of meaningful pauses, like Joey in Friends, you know, lots of profound, scary lector pauses. It's me looking at my lines. <laughs> Trying to figure out what the heck you're going to say next. <laughs> I'm like, Your Honour, no. And the funny thing was, Glenn, his defence was so surreal that he claimed that the original killing of the, of the South African in the hotel room was his friend mm. who absconded, leaving him to flee. And then he said the killings in Thailand was this same friend or was someone else. And so he had a completely fabricated story. So as the serial killer, I had to play both the prosecution and the defence right. reenactments. Right. So I had to play his story his claim, which was the guy made advances on me, and okay. I was like, oh, get off, get off, get off, get off, and escaped. And then I had to pay, play the real, what really happened, where I had to kill the guy. This is where <laughs> it gets surreal, Glenn. You could only wait, make... Wait, it even gets weirder? Come on. Mike, listen, wait, listen, right? I do the dialogue scenes, and I get better because I get more confident, right. and I'm doing my menacing stares, and, she, and the director encourages me to be more and more. There was two surreal things. One... We recreate the scene at Changi Airport where I get arrested, mm. right? So I walk up to the counter, give the passport, the guy playing the policeman, the immigration calls, and I get arrested, right? While we're doing this scene, there's a break in filming, and I'm wearing this guy's clothes, and I'm standing at the counter. Two journalist friends come up to me <laughs> randomly go, Oh, hello, Neil, are you on holiday? Are you going on holiday? <laughs> and I didn't want to say what I was doing, yeah. right? Oh, no, I'm playing a serial killer. So I start saying, yes, yes, I'm, I'm going on holiday. I'm off, I'm off to Thailand. Book it, right? And all this. And I say, okay, fine. They take a seat over there. Five minutes later, they see two police officers come. <laughs> You're being arrested. And arrest me and put handcuffs on and march me off. And they look at me going, Neil Humphreys has just been arrested at Changi Airport because the camera was away, you know, because yeah, it was, it was wireless shot. microphones yeah, and yeah, all that. Yeah. That's the first thing. The second surreal thing. They say, Neil, this is the chopping up scene. We've got fake bodies, mannequins, blah, blah, blah. Singapore loves their blood and guts. They love their horror movies. It wasn't subtle. So I'm in the, I'm in the, baths, I'm in the bath and I've got blood all over my vest and I'm chopping up. It's fake limbs, people. I'm yeah. chopping up a mannequin. You can't see anything. You're just seeing me hacking, hacking, hacking. <laughs> Honestly, you couldn't make this up. Squirts of blood are coming out, right? And I hear, wow, the blood. Very good, huh? The blood. Very good, huh? I look up. There's a nine-year-old boy looking at me. It was the day a primary school did a visit of a TV studio. <laughs> so there's 25 primary school kids watching me chop up a body. Oh, and I'm thinking, this is... And this I'm, is not appropriate. Should they be in here? Should they be in here? And it's typical. I'm more, just keep chopping. Just keep chopping. So I keep chopping. And when the scene's finished, I said to the boys... Sorry about that. He said, best school day ever. <laughs> best school day ever. We saw a serial killer. So, yes, John Martin, the body parts oh. killer, and I famously played him. Never won an Oscar or an Emmy, but it might be in the post. It was a fabulous time. Neil Humphrey's murder mystery. Good stuff. Thanks, Neil. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.